Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time, not from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, but from an unnamed Marriott property in Mobile, Alabama. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, since 1983, has been putting you in the best position to succeed by allowing you and helping you to maximize your customer service as far as the car buying experience is concerned. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'll tell you more about what they can offer you for Super Bowl 56 as we get a little closer to the big game. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. You can find this at Brymac Mechanical. And, of course, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time is the Gary Ashton Group with Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. James Reed's on me because I didn't make my bed before I started the show. I blew it. I should. I, as soon as I hit go, James, I saw that out of the corner of my eye. I did not think to do that until just now, but there will be time for me to make my bed later on. In the meantime, we're here to talk about quarterbacks because – not only was there senior bowl practices held today, but we uh, had the opportunity to go to a media breakfast with a handful of the prospects, get the opportunity to talk to them, ask them some questions, get a little grub in the process. This was very, very early in the morning. This was after, because after I wrapped up primetime, just to kind of let you know what it looks like down here, I mean, we, we've talked about this before, right? The entire NFL is in Mobile, Alabama for the senior bowl and you know very Vrabel is obviously not here he's out coaching the pro bowl in las vegas and brian flores was here but apparently he flew to new york this morning to do a bunch of interviews about the fact that he's suing the holy hell out of the nfl but for the most part everybody else is here in mobile so you know after a, after a night of going out and having dinner with people and going out and seeing a bunch of people from around the league and talking to people about where they feel about their pros about these prospects and how we've kind of watched all these things together. Um, I was particularly intrigued and and have been intrigued kind of by the quarterback class. It's not good. <laughs> if I can be completely honest with you, the quarterback class is, is not anywhere close to where it has been in recent years, right? We think of that as one of the most refined positions, as one of the highest profile positions. Still high profile position, but the talent, at that position this year does not kind of, by any stretch of the imagination, doesn't meet expectations. There's no franchise changers in this quarterback class. But for a team like Tennessee, you're looking at this and saying, okay, realistically, if we've talked about potential succession plans for Ryan Tannehill and we've talked about what is realistic, although there was some news that uh, I believe Jared Stillman reported that Aaron Rodgers had bought a house in Nashville and is moving to Nashville, um, something we'll discuss at, at at greater length when I have the opportunity to do a little of my own legwork on that. Not that I don't trust Jared, but I want to you know I want to be able to confirm it before I sit down here and talk about it with you guys and get a little more information. In fact, I'm going out tonight after the primetime show to see what I can dig up on the Rogers situation. But in the meantime, realistic situations, uh, looking at a quarterback class that's kind of weak, and maybe you might see a slide here or there perhaps a day three prospect, 
at the quarterback position, or if you decided to trade out of the first round to get more draft picks, given the fact that you don't have a second round draft pick, for example, and select a quarterback there, you start to get more and more intrigued in the, uh, in the quarterback class. Um, and with all that being said, Desmond Ritter has kind of popped out to me as somebody who I like along with Carson Strong as, or rather who scouts like and who I've had the opportunity to watch and kind of see what they're talking about. Desmond Ritter and Carson Strong, the quarterbacks from Cincinnati and Nevada, are both here at the Senior Bowl and have both kind of had, you know, up and down performances. And the weather's been crappy here and it's the first day they were working with new receivers. So I'm kind of trying to measure my expectations. But in speaking to Desmond Ritter this morning, he said something that was pretty interesting about his game and how it relates to Ryan Tannehill, which we're going to talk about here in just a second. But first, I want to ask you uh, your two rivers for take here on a Wednesday night. If the Titans were to draft a quarterback, which one would you want? Now, there's several. I think there's eight in total um, of the realistic uh, better quarterback prospects. There may not be eight good quarterbacks. Hell, there may not be four good quarterbacks in this draft class. But of the prospects that are out there, for example, as we mentioned, Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, who is not here because he's not eligible for the Senior Bowl, Bailey Zappi of Western Kentucky, who I spoke to today, Sam Howell from North Carolina, and Malik Willis from Liberty, who I had the opportunity to watch a good bit of out at Senior Bowl practice today. Pretty interesting stuff. But of those names that are out there or who would be out there, if the Titans were to draft a quarterback, which one would you want? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. And while you do that, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. They have been serving Middle Tennessee since 1983. Two Rivers Ford has been priding themselves and has prided themselves on exceptional customer service along with quality American-made Ford vehicles. It's how Two Rivers Ford has done business. It's how they'll do business into the next 40 years, and it's how they've done business for the first nearly 40 years of their existence. You can do something like the Built For You program, which allows you to customize any Ford, any color, with any available features. They will build the vehicle just for you and then deliver it right to your door. It's one of the many reasons why Two Rivers Ford is focused first and foremost on your needs as the customer. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, if the Titans were to draft a quarterback, which one of these prospects would you want? For Drew, it's Bailey Zappi in the third round, and I'll, I'll give you some of my thoughts on Bailey Zappi today. Um, for, uh, for, let's see, Jeff Rubel, he says Jeremy Ruckert, the tight end, and who that is tight end one, honestly, Jeff. If we're talking about first-round draft picks, I, I would be shocked if Jeremy Ruckert made it to uh, to 26. He is here. He is probably – he is the best tight end in the class so far. Really, really smooth uh, player at the position. Really like the way that he runs his routes. Big, physical. He's got really everything that you would need um, to fit this offense, truly, and, and to kind of get this a little juice and a reliable – Reliable target for Ryan Tannehill. Brad Duff nine on Twitter says he likes Malik Willis, and I, man, I I have I don't know what Malik Willis is, and I don't know how I don't know where Malik Willis works. Right, 
I think it's pretty interesting to watch, you know, quarterbacks like Malik Willis and where they end up going and how teams, if teams are one, drafting them with a certain kind of philosophy in mind, like that's already an offensive system that they want to run. He's a very, very special athlete at the uh, at the position. He just kind of glides around out there. Saw him make some really nice passes today. His wide receivers, I think, let him down. And it was raining, but there were some drops uh, while I was watching the Senior Bowl practice before we came back to do the primetime show. Um, but he will he will need to go to a place where, one, the offensive philosophy is going to work for him to be able to maximize his abilities, or wherever he goes, we'll need to have a special, a, a not a special kind of offense, but we'll need to commit to a certain style of offense to make him work as a draft prospect. I think that he can be um, a solid player. Uh, I've seen some stuff from him and, and watching some tape on, uh, on from Liberty over the course of the last couple of days while I've been down there, like down here, like, there is, and against better competition in the Senior Bowl, he has shown some things that I think he could be a capable player. I don't know if he's a 10-year NFL starter. Um, I don't know if he's a starting quarterback outright. Like, this quarterback class is is suboptimal, is the way to describe it. But Malik Willis is interesting. Um, which quarterback would you like to draft uh, at this point? Karen O'Keefe wants to know, uh, do I believe Stillman about the Aaron Rodgers situation? Um, and, and just full disclosure, Jared Stillman of, uh, of 1025 The Game, he was reporting earlier, I don't know if he said it on his show today or if he, sh- he said it on the show yesterday and just put out the clip, but he was saying that uh, he had heard um, Aaron Rodgers moving to Nashville, which I know to be so, um, and along with some other stuff. So yeah, I, 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 and he went, on to, he went on to talk about Aaron Rodgers' potential interest in the Titans, and I'll, I don't know anything about that at this point, and I'll you know, I'll go out tonight with the intention of trying to find more about that out. But uh, Stillman is correct in saying that Aaron Rodgers is moving to Nashville, but I wouldn't get all bent out of shape about that. I mean, George Kittle has a massive uh, compound out in, uh, I think it's not, is it Thompson? Is it out in Thompson Station? I think it's out in Thompson Station or around that area. Um, plenty of athletes move to Nashville now uh, to do their offseason training. Uh, there are there are a lot of people who you would be surprised to know who have homes in the Nashville area among professional sport, uh, professional athletes, just in general, not just the NFL players. So Jared's right that uh, that Stillman, or uh, excuse me, that uh, Rogers is uh, is moving to Nashville. But I'll I'll need to get some more details on my own before I'm able to confirm the rest of what he said. But good on Jared. I mean, it's it's noteworthy, right? Um, Stephen Goskowski buying a house in Nashville ended up working out to the Titans' benefit. So you know, if you wanna if you wanna hold on to hope for that. Um, it may be less realistic, but it is interesting. Certainly. Michael Webb says we want Rogers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everybody settle down about the Rogers thing. Uh, Steven Snyder says, all right, I say Buck rising needs to sign a contract to be the quarterback. Well, I'm not going to sign the contract to be the quarterback, but I'll tell you who I did talk to about the quarterback today. The quarterback that you currently do have the quarterback Ryan Tannehill, John Robinson was on my radio show today, and I I wanted to find out from John, you know, how he's feeling about the quarterback situation. This was a clip from the interview that we did on my radio show today. The full podcast is available to you if you want to check it out. Here was J-Rob. So the one constant or one of the constants throughout the course of that, John, was was Ryan Tannehill. And he's obviously under contract uh, going into next season, and at this point, I know we talked about the Bengals and, and not boiling down the season to one game, 
but how would you kind of assess the way that Ryan managed this season, and, and are you guys committed to him next year as your starter? Yeah, Ryan's our quarterback. Um, you know, I think he's, he's made a lot of plays for us. Um, he's a great leader. He's extremely tough. Um, he's thrown some really good passes. I mean, he certainly had some that he'd probably have liked to have back. Um, no different than any other position. There's guys that would probably like to have this block or that block back or this pass rush or that push, pass rush back, this route back. You know, it, it's, that's, that's what makes football so, um, special uh, to me is that it's a team sport and there's a lot of factors that go into, um, the production level, um, of the offense, defense and the kicking game. And, uh, love what Ryan brings to our football team, love what he stands for. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to him getting back in there and, and getting back on track and, and keeping this thing rolling. So that's John Robinson on the radio show with me today. You can go check out the podcast in the Buck, uh, on the Buck Rising Show podcast page, right? It's all available there, too. We did a bunch of great interviews today. The, the radio show today was fantastic. It's, it's well, I don't just say that. I think every show that I do, I think every primetime show that I do is fantastic. I think that every radio show that I do is fantastic. But today I thought it was a really, really good show with a bunch of different topics and a bunch of great guests. So go check, check it out. But what John is saying there is, yeah, Ryan's our quarterback. And I know that that doesn't sound like overwhelmingly like, yeah, he's our guy. Go get him, Ryan. And, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be long-term, but for 2022, Ryan Tannehill is going to be on the roster at this point. And for Ryan Tannehill and for John Robinson, the goal is now to, all right, how much further can I maximize the position given what I have right now and understanding what I have and what the player at that position is not able to do? Um, I think Chill Mode says, listening to John Robinson right now is just depressing. You know, I was talking, I was talking to some people about this last night, just around the league, right? Because like I said, and I, I I hate that I'm repeating myself about this, but I, when I say that literally everybody in football is here, everybody in football is here, right? So I was talking to some people about this yesterday, and John Robinson is best described as, uh, as I mean, just everybody in that facility right now is really, really not happy with the way that their season ended. Now, you may not get that from John's tone in an, in an interview with me, for example, but in speaking to some people around the league, uh, the the Titans and the people in that organization are pretty pissed off about the way that their season went down. Now, you might say, well, then if he's that pissed off, why doesn't he do something about the quarterback, given that the quarterback threw interceptions, threw three interceptions? And what I would say to you is, you know, they are they are in a they are in a bed of their own making. Speaking of my unmade bed behind me, they're in a bed of their own making with the Tannehill situation, and so now they have to find a way to make it work, right? Zach Bingham uh, from the A to Z Sports Morning Show tells us all the time, right? Don't don't just give me problems. Be a problem solver, right? Figure out uh, figure out a solution before you just say, "Here is a problem. What should we do about this problem?" Oh dear God, no! Here is a problem that I cannot resolve. No, find the solution. So now the now the task is to find the solution. And if if John and and the rest of the people in that organization are salty about the way that their season ended, well, you know I don't know if that's an extra driving factor in in trying to get them to or trying to ha- help your football team have success and all of these things. But like more than anything, like John is going to back his guy in this moment. 
Now, the Aaron Rodgers deal, and again, like I said, as soon as I have more information for you guys on that, uh, other than confirming what Jared said about him physically moving to Nashville, that's so. Um, but the rest of it, I, I need a little more time to kind of to kind of peel through all the stuff because Jared put a lot of stuff into that tweet today. So again, when I have more information, we'll be able to we'll, we'll be able to do a full primetime show about it. Um, uh, somebody on Twitter asked me, "What about Bailey Zappi out of Western Kentucky?" Uh, so far, the quarterbacks in this class have collectively underwhelmed. I think Sam Howell, Sam Howell out of North Carolina, has been the worst of them that I have seen. Uh, I have really liked what I saw today from Malik Willis in particular. Um, I'm going through Carson, all of them, even Kenny Pickett, who's probably the top quarterback in this class. And again, that's not, I don't want to sound like I'm dissing these guys, but it's just not a good quarterback class. So they've all had up and down moments. And again, the the rain today was terrible at at the, uh, at least in the second part of practice. Um, and so, so far we've been through four sessions. There will be two more tomorrow, but those aren't open to media because they're taking them indoors because we're expected to get more weather here in, uh, here in Mobile. But I'll tell you why I think the quarterback Desmond Ritter is interesting here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action because the moment that we've all been waiting for since September, it's finally here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, you can bet on Super Bowl 56 props instead. DraftKings Sportsbook offers a wide range of props throughout the big game. You can take your shot at winning cash by predicting props, like if a non-quarterback will throw a pass, fourth down conversions, total yardage, and so much more. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code A2Z Sports. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more and get 280 in free bets if your team wins with promo code A to Z Sports at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and once help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, Desmond Ritter today, I think, is interesting. Because Chris Frazier says Ritter is the guy. And I don't know if he's, like, the guy, right? Ritter is a guy. Now, here's what I'll say about the Desmond Ritter situation, potentially in Tennessee, okay? I think that if if he does not drastically, like, improve, um his uh his showing tomorrow when there are what when there when there's one senior bowl practice each for each of the the national team and the american team the game is of course on saturday but the game is less important than the practices are if if desmond ritter does not substantially improve in the final practice of the senior bowl this week he's probably hovering right around a late first uh, to second round pick there's not i mean if you're talking about first round grades. I was talking to our buddy, John Ledyard, who's also going to be on the radio show tomorrow. And John said, I I think John told me today he had first round grades on about 10 guys. And of course there's 32 NFL teams. Um, But I mean, uh, Chapel Saw says, uh, should we be looking at a quarterback like third or fourth round? I think you should, you know, I think it should be Patriots-esque, right? I think you should always be looking at a quarterback uh, from, uh, from the standpoint of 
can you constantly continue to improve the position, if not the position of the starter, the position of the backup. And I think that a third or fourth round quarterback would not be bad at all. I think there's a lot of needs on offense in particular to help kind of help elevate Ryan Tannehill, which is the place that you are in now. But if Desmond Ritter is to to fall into a place where you think you can trade back and go pick him up, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. We were talking to, talking to him today at the Senior Bowl uh, media breakfast, and he's uh, he's from Cincinnati, right? Played in the Final Four in college football. They got steamrolled by Alabama, but he has had a great season. His ball placement is something that I'm most curious about because he's got an incredible arm. Uh, he is physically uh, he physically looks the part of NFL quarterback, but. Obviously, you know, ball placement, if you've just experienced a playoff game with Ryan Tannehill, ball placement is hugely important. Hugely important. So with that being said, we were talking to him today, and he said uh, that he looks to emulate, or he thinks his game emulates the skill set of Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson and Ryan Tannehill, who, of course, quarterbacks the Titans. He said that he tries to emulate Watson's athleticism and in-game decision-making Meanwhile, he tries to take in Tannehill's ball control and longevity in the league across different situations. So I thought that was a pretty interesting comparison for Desmond Ritter to draw. And uh, with all that, uh, with all that, I think I think that the idea of one, uh, he's coached at Cincinnati. He's coached by Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle, pretty sure, was the best man in Mike Vrabel's wedding. So you understand. Um, that nobody is going to have better information on Desmond Ritter than Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans staff would, his strengths, his limitations, honest opinions from the guy who who's his head coach. Uh, some of y'all will hear a quarterback's name and run with it before y'all evaluate the guy. Just sit back and listen to Buck, says Dallas Elfman. Well, you know, I mean, you don't have to take my word as gospel. I'm just, I'm trying to tell you what I'm here, what I'm seeing while I'm here, right? It's the whole reason that I'm here is to provide you better information. So Desmond Ritter, I don't think he's like overwhelmingly, I don't think he's overwhelmingly great. Could he be a better backup quarterback than Logan Woodside? Certainly. Um, and give you some, uh, give you some potential relief. If Ryan Tannehill, uh, if Ryan Tannehill, God forbid something happens with his health. And at some point, would you like somebody on the roster who is able to push Ryan Tannehill for that starting spot? So you can have an easier transition. I think that, I think that there's a, uh, I think there's some intrigue to that, but I think overall, this is not the quarterback class for you to for you to for you to use a day one or day two pick on. Given where your roster is right now, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers and and uh, the news that he's moving to Nashville. Um, again, I'm not going to get into the speculation about how he feels about the Titans or whether he would want to play for the Titans. I know Jared Stillman was out there with that today. Again, allow me to do my own legwork on that before I'm able to confirm all of it, but I do know. Uh, can can confirm that uh, Aaron Rodgers, among some other pretty notable NFL athletes, um, are are moving and and have moved to Nashville. But with all that being said, uh, I think that there is there is some interest in this draft class. But I don't know if this is the one where you want to say, all right, if I've got a first round pick at twenty six, quarterback is the place that I want to go. I just it's not it's not the year to do that. Even as even as intriguing as that might be to kind of give you a little more juice in your quarterback room. Next year's draft class is going to be far superior. And I, I'm not all – there will probably be one or two good pros out of this class, but there's nobody here that's going to outright change a franchise, right? These are 
These are going to be middling NFL quarterbacks, I think, for the most part. We will see. Clint Lassiter says, Tannehill, great fit. Just get rid of the offensive coordinator. Well, he's not going anywhere. So I would say uh, I would say to you at this point that you, you're just going to have to hope that Todd Downing gets better and that Ryan Tannehill and Todd Downing can get better together in year two of working with each other as quarterback and offensive coordinator in that capacity because I, it's just not going to change. Robbie said, what would a scenario be for the Titans to get Rodgers? I, Robbie, I don't, again, I, I just, I don't think that there's enough information. Allow me to get you more information before I give you, before I give you something that may not be feasible, right? Allow me to, allow me to do some legwork on this for you. And then we'll come back and talk about it. We have one more primetime show to do for Mobile tomorrow night so I hope to have some more information about the Aaron Rodgers situation tomorrow I just don't I don't want to get out there with a bunch of speculation um when I don't know how real the idea of that is other than there's a bunch of professional athletes that move to Nashville all the time so again I I would just kind of I would kind of relax a little bit about the Rodgers thing um and and let let's see what more there is to this story uh, I think Ritter can be got in the second round, says Team Foul. Sure, but you don't have a second round draft pick, and that's my larger point. Um, so before we – I don't want to spin our wheels too much on this. I'll, I'll give you more information about the quarterbacks tomorrow after the third day of practices uh, concluded. But I want to know from you guys what position should the Titans should the Titans prioritize in the draft this year? Which position should the Titans prioritize in this year's NFL draft? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. Brymac is in position to succeed and to help you succeed, to put you in your comfort zone. Three locations in Middle Tennessee. I was just talking to Chris Hamby, who owns Brymac. He's actually down in Alabama on a job because they do work all over the place. But if you need commercial, residential, HVAC, Brymac has you covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. So I would say to you, the question that I want to know from you is what positions should the Titans prioritize? in this upcoming NFL draft. Sam Cardenas says cornerback. And I think that's interesting, Sam. I wonder why you feel that way if you uh, if you have time or the inclination to kind of flesh that opinion out for us a little bit. I would be curious to know why you feel that way about which position the Titans should prioritize, uh, which position the Titans should prioritize in the NFL draft. Because at cornerback, you have Christian Fulton, you have Caleb Farley, you have Elijah Molden, you have Chris Jackson. You've got some, I mean, I, Buster Screen is an unrestricted free agent, but uh, but at this point, I think that Buster Screen may be worth bringing back. You can cut Jackrabbit Jenkins, which probably makes the most sense financially, and to kind of go through the cornerback position. In fact, I would think the cornerback position, not to say that they can't take, not, that the, not to say that they can't take one, you know, on day two, two or day three if they're so inclined but like you're pretty set up as far as your starters are concerned for the future at the cornerback position so I would disagree with the idea that that should be the position that you try and prioritize um Bradford S on YouTube says I have seen plenty of Carson Strong tape can't miss well of course he can miss 
right, Bradford? There, any any NFL prospect can miss. Derrick Henry was a miss. He was on the trade block for uh, what two years into the league, basically. There are there are plenty of scenarios where a prospect can miss. I would never say can't miss about anybody. Um, Ch- uh, Chapel Sauce says star wide receiver or the right one that falls into price, but trading the first round pick looks good. You know, it depends on how the board breaks, right? I don't think that they're going to do a deal before the draft starts to move around. I think that John Robinson would would want to see how the draft board plays out before he decides where he wants to maneuver, at least in the early going. Carson Strong is 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 a fine player, and I think of these guys, he's one of the most pro ready. But can't miss is not. I would not say that that's an accurate assessment, Bradford. But I do, there are some things to like about him. Jill Mode says. Wide receiver, quarterback, tight end, Martian07 on Twitter agrees. How about a tight end? Brad Benson says offensive line. And to me, it's between those two positions, between tight end and offensive line. Wide receiver, yes, you need at some point. Julio Jones is is getting old, fast. A.J. Brown's contract is coming up, and you need uh, cost-effective options at that position outside of devoting whatever A.J. is going to cost, probably somewhere in the 20s uh, when it t- comes time for him to get paid with, with all that being said at tribe called quest asked about Matt Corral. Matt Corral's not here. So I can't, I can't, I mean, I've seen Matt Corral all year long playing at Ole Miss, but he's injured. And also he's not eligible. He's an underclassman declaring for the NFL draft. So he's not, he can't be at the senior bowl. So I haven't had the same kind of time to look at Matt Corral that I have the, the other guys other than the watch Ole Miss games back. Um, offensive line is, is a big need is a huge need at this point, right? Taylor Lewan has a contract that can be moved um, with Roger Saffold. He, he is probably going to be a salary cap casualty in the future. With uh, David Questenberry, he's an unrestricted free agent. Ben Jones is an unrestricted free agent. So you're talking about realistically probably three different starting offensive linemen this season in some form or fashion, and at least two different starting offensive linemen in some form or fashion, Nate Davis being the only one who's still under contract in a way that is cost effective um, and not expensive because he's still on his rookie deal. Uh, Ch- Chapel says they should have drafted Trey Smith. We'll never let that go. Well, especially given that they took Brady Breeze before Trey Smith. That's not ideal. Um, for Steven on Facebook Live, tight end cornerback and a slot receiver. I- Slot receiver, I just, I think speed, not necessarily slot. Like you can move AJ into the slot and have him play some snaps there. You move Julio into the slot and let him play some snaps there. Like I'm not married to the idea of like a pure Adam Humphreys type slot wide receiver who's that's their dedicated primary position because I think you want to be versatile even at the wide receiver position. But again, I do agree that pass catcher of some kind should be prioritized. How how far the the best tight end in the in the class, Jeremy Ruckert, is able to go down the draft boards before somebody selects him? I uh, I don't I don't know, and I don't know what it would cost to trade up to where Jeremy Ruckert might be. But he is clearly and obviously the best of the tight ends at this point. But the real depth, at least of the senior ball players, is along the interior offensive line. And there's three guys who I'm really interested in at this point, based on the senior bowl. Um, and I took these notes. I tweeted them out at Buck Rising on Twitter after the fourth session, the fourth of six Senior Bowl sessions, concluded um, to kind of go through these guys 
at this point. I watched uh, I watched Dylan Parnum from Memphis, played some guard, worked a lot at center today. Cole Strange from UT Chattanooga and Zion Johnson at Boston College. They've been the most consistent of the interior line guys. Really, really like the work that they got through two days of the Senior Bowl. They'll have another day to work. Again, interior offensive line at some point with Roger Saffold is going to be a need, and you don't really know what Dylan Radens is or what Dylan Radens can give you at this point. You have to continue to bolster that depth because at some point you have to. At some point, you have to see Dylan Radens play tackle, right? Um, and the Niners game wasn't. It wasn't good. It was good enough to win, but it wasn't good. But again, those three names—they're all interior offensive linemen, guys who they've tried at both guard and center. Dylan Parnum from Memphis, Cole Strange from Chat and Zion Johnson at BC. Those three names, I think, are going to be uh, players to watch, uh, the players to watch at this point. Um, Probably going to be an offensive line again in the first round, says Josh Dietrich. Well, it depends. If it's a tackle, then yeah, you'll you'll probably see, especially late first round, that's probably where he's... I I wouldn't take a guard um, unless, unless he's Quentin Nelson in the first round. If you're drafting first round talent it should be skill position players or edge rushers right uh or interior defensive lineman Troy Anderson says buck allow me to dream we getting we're getting Rodgers um probably not but again it's a long offseason we'll see how it goes goes Troy we'll have plenty of time to talk about it uh when there's some more concrete stuff out there about Aaron Rodgers and and by the way for people who are bringing up Aaron Rodgers family in Nashville uh, Aaron Rodgers does have family in Nashville. In fact, Luke Rodgers is a, is a buddy of mine, I haven't, I, which makes me feel kind of bad because I haven't talked to Luke in a long time. But I love Luke Rodgers. He used to work for CBS Sports, and he's based out of Nashville. Jordan Rodgers, who quarterbacked at Vanderbilt, now does games for the SEC Network. I think they split time between Nashville and Dallas. I don't know Jordan the way that I uh, – and I don't know Luke super well. But Luke, I remember the first time that I, I wanted to do this – um, like as a reporter for a living, Luke was working as a Luke was working as an NFL insider for CBS Sports, and I remember uh, we, me and Luke uh, Luke uh, I, I took Luke to coffee at Frothy Monkey in the Nations, and I basically asked him, you know, hey, how do I go about being an insider? But long story short, and this is none of my business, but famously, like Aaron Rodgers and his family don't get along. Now, maybe there's been some kind of reconciliation that I don't know about. Uh, again, it's not my business, but. For those of you citing family ties about the Rodgers situation, um, Aaron Rodgers famously has not gotten along with his family um, for reasons that aren't public. And again, it's not my place to kind of air that out. But with all that being said, I think offensive line needs to be a big pass catchers first, offensive line second. And really, offense, offense, offense. Uh, The defense, there's a lot of pieces there. You can add some pieces and parts, some some, – some depth guys like an Ola Daney who gave you some good snaps throughout the course of the year. Remember that Rashad Weaver is coming back. Uh, Karchi says, should they trade their first round pick? I don't know if they're trading their first round pick or not. Uh, those conversations though, about people who would be interested in the Titans first round pick start here in mobile. So I'll see if I can uh, see if I can dig up that a little more um, just because their family doesn't mean, they aren't toxic, says TJ Hines. Well, we all, some of us, I, I think everybody has toxic relationships in their family. But again, I think, I think it's like, I think it's pretty, uh, I think it's pretty uncomfortable based on the way that uh, one side has not really acknowledged the other. Um, anyway, with all that being said, offensive line, pass catcher, tight end or wide receiver, 
before the offensive line because I think your interior offensive line needs the most work. But pass catchers first and foremost, that should be the priority. All right, let's wrap this show up tonight on a Wednesday with uh, let's all laugh at Brian Kelly, shall we? Because there's been plenty of laughable Brian Kelly content. And the question I want to ask you is this. Name one thing funnier than Brian Kelly's dance videos. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together here on the Primetime Show. Name one thing funnier than Brian Kelly's dance videos. We'll talk about it here on Primetime. Right after I tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com will help you sell for more with the Intel Edge that only the Ashton team can provide to you. Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. I'm telling you, I've told you my story about buying my first house with Gary and his team, how well they did for me as far as how my property value has increased based on where I bought my home in downtown Nashville. It's been remarkable, and it's because they have the Intel Edge at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the situation. Alex Biggs on on Twitter says, "Hey, nice tie into the read. Hey, baby, I'm a pro. Come on, I've been do- we've been doing this too long. Alex, give me a little more credit than that." Uh, <laughs> but uh, but what is more cringe than Brian Kelly's Brian Kelly's uh, viral videos? Because there's been a bunch. At this point, Jeremy Graham says, Gary Ashton needs to help Todd Downing sell his house. Relax. Everybody settle down. Um, with with Antonio Brown is pretty funny because the question I'm asking is, what's funnier, funnier than Brian Kelly this offseason? Peyton talking about Emily in Paris, says Robert Deerfish. That's pretty funny. Tribe called Quez says, that video looks more uncomfortable the more I watch it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get to that here in just a second. But the, the, video, the, the video that Quez is talking about is a video with a recruit named Danny Lewis Jr. And Danny Lewis Jr. had not yet committed to LSU, but Brian Kelly is trying to do young, hip, cool things to make people uh, to make people think that Brian Kelly is in the know. <laughs> MLB2PDX says Stillman's sources are funnier uh, than uh, than Brian Kelly's video. Again, Jared, Jared's right in that Aaron Rodgers is moving to Nashville. I, but I, I, I come back to you and say, allow me to do a little more work to confirm the rest of what Jared is saying about potential interest in the Titans and and how much further that goes. Cause I think, I think there's, I, it, and, and I like Jared. I, I don't like, I love Jared. All right. Jared's a good friend of mine. Um, even though we work at competing radio stations and, uh, and Jared, I think, you know, maybe I, it's not, it's not misleading. I just think it's kind of reaching at a time where that, that the information to reach on is not quite all the way there, but anyway, Danny Lewis Jr. is the recruit that Brian Kelly's in the video dancing with. If you haven't seen that video, here it is. I said right foot creep, oh, walking with that eater. Look around, stay low, make sure they don't see you. Get some bad, walk down, face them with that heater. The devil under your feature on your way to see him. Stretch me when I can't sleep, bang on when I see you. Play with me, you can't sleep, we got into the seashoe. You won't have no case, we range your shit soon as they face you. You won't have no space, we in your sex in two weeks. All right, so the whole thing is very cringy, right? From the 1960s dance moves, right, as he's going around on the uh, 
revolving platform. I know there's a there's a name for those things in particular, but it's just funny to watch him dancing behind this high school kid that he's trying to get. He's trying to seduce him basically to get him to come to LSU. And you know what's funnier than that? So that goes viral. Uh, people are laughing at, uh, at at Brian Kelly. I think that there should be more Brian Kelly content. But you know what? You want to know what's funnier than that? After that video goes viral, the news came down today that that recruit, Danny Lewis Jr., he committed to Alabama instead of LSU. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? Uh. Uh. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? When I bought the ass tomorrow, y'all thought it was winning? Flexing on him. I'm like Papa on the spinach, double M, yeah, that's my team, Rose, the captain, I'm lieutenant, I'm the type of kind of men, casting, grind like I'm broke, that Lambo, my new, she'll ride like my ghost, I'm riding around my city with my hands strapped on my toes, cause these want me dead, and I gotta make it back home. It's incredible. It's incredible. For all those different things, it does look like a Will Ferrell skit. Somebody says on the... Somebody says on Facebook Live, it is it is laugh out loud funny. The fact that Brian Kelly gets you know dragged across the internet for that ridiculous video, and then the kid ends up committing to uh, ends up committing to Alabama over LSU. Meek Mill fire emoji says Ricky Barrett on his Music City Bets account. Yeah, everybody look uh, the Meek uh, Meek Mill uh, dreams and nightmares. It's it's a great song. But nothing hits harder than when they came than when the Philadelphia Eagles, I think that was 2017 Super Bowl, when they came out of the tunnel to that uh, at the Super Bowl uh, in, in winning the, before they won the Super Bowl against Tom Brady, the Nick Foles Super Bowl, that entrance with Meek Mill. Um, I mean, I, I was just watching it on television. That was before I got to go to Super Bowls. And I'm going to I'm going to the Super You guys are coming with me to the Super Bowl next week. As a matter of fact, but uh, that I mean that energy was palpable through the uh, through the television screen. I can't. Teron, our buddy Teron Davenport of ESPN, he was there and he said it's unlike anything he's ever seen in his life. So, Meek Mill always hits, but there's certain certain places where like uh, it's indescribable how uh, how much how much just music can elevate the level of hype. Right, Preston Miles said. I, uh, after watching this video, I wish I could get the last 15 seconds of my life back. Well, you know, you can't because you've spent it with us, Preston. But fortunately for you, our time together has concluded for this evening. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me from Mobile, Alabama. One more show to do tomorrow from Mobile, and then I'll fly back early Friday morning and, uh, and we'll resume normal activities. Uh, so when we, when we talk tomorrow, there's going to be a ton of draft talk. I'm going to look at a lot of defensive players that we'll get into because I do think there's an interesting part of that conversation. The senior bowl will have concluded. So we'll give you some final evaluations on the quarterback. And if I can find out some more Aaron Rodgers information for you, uh, courtesy of Stillman's initial report, I would be happy to do that. So looking forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on A to Z sports primetime.